Right, we got Craig in here. We got Craig. Craig. Is so obnoxious. I hate his auto tune. So I feel like you hate Craig. Cool. I don't know. I just hate the auto tune. I, like I hate my voice too. Now recording. You know? Like what the fuck, Craig? <laughs> Chill out. Well, it sounds bad when alone. you say it because it's the auto tune. <laughs> stop! Stop hell? mocking! Stop mocking our guy. Hey, yeah, you're Craig. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna turn here. All right, no, the least I'll, you can do is not fashion. I'll be the voice that Craig <laughs> never had. <laughs> Unpaid intern that I bully. We have to have one of those. Weren't you one of those? I oh, don't. No, you were. I guess you were paid, right? No, I wasn't paid. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, the privilege. <laughs> but I did get everyone coffee, so I think that's fair. I did my duty. Where's my coffee, Craig? <laughs> we're in a pandemic Sorry. he's working from home Joe. Uh, you know what I'll, on, on Craig's behalf I'll ship you like like a 12 pack of Keurig pots <laughs> I don't have the Keurig they get him the latest one I've seen those it's everywhere it's not Craig's problem okay <laughs> I don't want that <laughs> oh man um, so I guess we should start this Um, yeah. Like yeah. I was really feeling it, I'm not going to lie. Too meek. <laughs> yeah, and not enough middle. Um, anyways, <laughs> welcome back to Wrap Your Head Around This. My name is JBS. I am your host, if you don't know my now, which would be kind of awkward. And we got two special guests here. I feel like I say that every episode, but this time I really mean it. We got some special Aww. guests. Yeah, we have Craig. Up. Um, <laughs> and we have me. And it's just going to be us this far. <laughs> Okay, okay. You know Let's what? Yourselves. Craig deserves better. Yeah. <laughs> what are you? I, I'm putting him on the podcast. He's not the best. Okay. You, you, you just go. You know, you're just guests. You're, you're no guests of mine. <laughs> we are. Well, I put honestly. We're just the audience. Yeah. We, we just give you real time, like, laughter in class. Yeah. I just and, want like, you chuckling. guys to be like a laugh track. And occasionally, like, Sound effect. I'm so down. Yeah. So, you guys gonna introduce yourselves? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm Gouda, aka Sophia. Um, yeah. And I'm, I guess, sad boy uh, with a Y. Because <laughs> uh, I'd be staying sad. Uh, but my other name is Karthik. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my first time here. Um, so. Yeah, well, glad you to have you. Episode. <laughs> yeah, glad to have you on the podcast. First time. Nice to be here. Uh, we'll definitely not be the last time. I hope so. But long overdue. Um, but you know, before we talk about this episode, first, <laughs> you guys have to follow our podcast. You can follow us on social media at ryehat19 on both Twitter and Instagram. Why the nineteen? Find out if you follow us. You can also follow our podcast on Anchor.fm/slash ryehat. R y h a t. Uh, and we post updates and eventually more stuff. But right now, it's just updates. You can also support us with monthly donations. So, you know, if you're like, hey, 
I really want to buy JBS Popeye's chicken sandwich. I'm going to send him $4 a month. I'll greatly appreciate that. Um, but you don't have to because everything right now is free on the podcast. So I don't really have any like money uses, but I will buy food. So <laughs> chicken sandwich goes a long way, guys. It really does. You know, it might just be the inspiration I need to it's keep you know, the, the, it's, it's the fuel for this podcast. Uh, <laughs> sponsored by Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, today we're gonna talk about I think I feel like it's a pretty interesting topic, and I feel like people don't really talk about it, but it's gonna be music and the vibe. The vibe. So before we get into like how they interplay, I think we should just talk about what we think the vibe is. Like, what is a vibe? You know, it's an existential question. Um, I feel like for me, yeah, after, after, you know, after thinking about it and one Google search on dictionary.com, <laughs> I've come to a good conclusion. I feel like a vibe is like, it's just kind of a feeling you get from your environment. And your environment can have like a bunch of things. It can be like from the people, it can be from just the ambiance, you know, maybe in a really scenic area, maybe it's like a night drive, maybe it's like, you know, a romantic setting, um, and also the music. Sounds, that sounds pretty accurate. You want to go for your interpretation, Sophia? Yeah, I, so, I mean, this is kind of like an existential question, I think. So I was thinking about it and I, I like, how do we know someone's passed the vibe check, right? It's something that we mm. all can agree on and we're like, oh, like, you know, that failed or like that passed. Um, right. So I, I feel like it's almost like an innate feeling, you know, like it's something that we all feel connected to and we're like, mm. that's the vibe or it's not the vibe. And there are obviously different vibes, but generally there's a sense of a vibe of you feeling it, if that makes sense. So do, do you vibe with it? I think right. it's a good way to think of it. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of how I see it. It's it's a weird question, though. I like it. Yeah, it makes you think. Because you're like, yeah. I feel like we just always say, oh, I vibe with that. But we ne you never stop and think, like, why do I vibe yeah. with that? You know? It's like an age-old term, too. Like, they have been yeah. using the word vibe to describe music for, like, a long time. And just, like, generally, I guess, like... 70s scene right that was like the vibe oh. era i don't know i didn't even i didn't even know that actually i thought it was a new term but that's super no dope. i think yeah, yeah i'm pretty sure it's an old term okay now i'm doubting it but go ahead <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i think um for a lack of a better word i vibe with both of your definitions but I will say that I, I think you guys pretty much um, nailed it in terms of the in interpretation. I think a vibe is just, you know, in a simpler way to put it, just something that anything that you can connect to on a visceral, emotional level, you know, like you said, be it a drive, a song, um, a person, an environment. I think at the end of the day, it's just like you will have some sort of uh, connection with that, right? And that is something that's hard to put into words, but you always feel it every time. And I think it's such an important concept because it's like one of those rare things that we have that's just so, I guess, like Sophia said, innate. And I don't know, I'd always, I'd always like think about it in terms of us being human, right? Um, mm. We can feel, we're, we're, we're like um, empathetic, we can connect. Um, in a strange way like that. And I think that's pretty cool. 
so yeah, I think that's just my two cents on what a vibe is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I really like that. It kind of got me thinking, like you said, you know, it's like a very human kind of thing. And I think it's also speaks to how you can kind of like pick up those like small things in the room, like subconsciously. And I feel like that kind of builds to the vibe, you know? Like, I think that's hundred percent true. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe if someone says something in a weird tone that you don't like, or like maybe they just like do something, you know, that just doesn't vibe with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, hundred percent. You know, yeah. like, like I feel like you don't exactly, you may not really know what all the time. Sometimes you might know, sometimes you won't know, but yeah. it'll just be something that you kind of like automatically pick up and it results in like this like gut feeling. Hmm, that's interesting. I agree. I mean, it's definitely a, a very like distinctive emotional like aura that you experience right. instinctively, right? And like you said, it could be the most idiosyncratic thing, like just a tiny thing that they said or something they did, or I don't know, maybe it's even mm -hmm. their smell or whatever, right? Um, or it might have even people. It could just be like mm -hmm. an ambience, yeah. right, or a specific sound. But yeah, I think your your mind pays attention to every single detail about that, and it can. It, it can either be in line with it and love it or completely be repulsed by it. And I guess that's what passing the vibe check is all about, right? <laughs> yeah. And that reminds me of like a popular phrase right now, which is read the room, right? Like right. how like, that's like everyone's go-to and it's like, what does that even mean? Like read the room, but there's a vibe in that room. Like you're not going to play like, you know, a different type of music for a room that you're, you kind of sense the vibe is like, or chill or you know mm -hmm. you're not gonna play something super hardcore like it's kind of like understanding those undertones of what's going on you know mm -hmm. picking up on that so yeah yeah exactly like once you've picked up on the vibe how you handle it how you kind of wrestle with it if you will yeah like you said yeah. when you're put into a situation like that where you're speaking in front of a crowd i guess is like the next step right it's just like right. it's um yeah so I, I feel like it's something that we have to like deal with on a day-to-day -day basis Yeah. Um, on a subconscious level, you know? Yeah. I think what's interesting what you said too, uh, Sophia was like, and like when you read the room, I feel like there's like, I feel like everyone has their own vibe and then all those vibes like come together to form like a room like vibe. Like a net vibe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's so like true. super crazy to think That's about because it's like, we've all been in like, you know, like groups where like the group dynamic happens and like maybe one person's vibes can like clash with someone else's vibes and that make, might make the overall group vibe like super awkward. Yeah. Like that um, one person who opens up a sandwich during a meeting. <laughs> yeah. His right? vibe just like, permeates like, through like the his, room. His vibe is like a completely so different way. Right. <laughs> Right, right. So true. No, that yeah. happened to me the other day. We were like, <laughs> you know, like you're playing music for like a few people, and one person is vibing this other direction, and this other person wanted to hear TikTok music, which I was like, why? But <laughs> <laughs> but that was that that was their vibe, right? And it's mm -hmm. like, but what's the collective vibe? What can we all agree on? Because we have to find some like you know gray area here, right? right? And it's so hard. Yeah, which is yeah. yeah, it is hard. But that's just. I mean, I'm relating it to music because that's like the topic of this, but it can yeah. really apply to every every topic, like yeah. even politically, you know, like you yeah, have to start the vibe. That should be a podcast name. I'm going to stem off this podcast and start that podcast. So uh, go follow that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm plugging it now before it started. <laughs> Someone get yeah. on that. <laughs> Make the same. Take it out FM slash political vibes. <laughs>
<laughs> political uh, ads only. Um, I think um, going back to music, like Sophia was, you know, she was trying to keep us on track here, so we don't get too existential. Right. How do you think music can affect your guys' vibes? Like, just in general. The floor to you, Gouda. <laughs> you I, I, actually, I, okay, I feel like that was like a very open-ended question. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great question, I feel like. Yeah, maybe like... Um, or why don't yeah, you give I, us I, your I, thoughts on it? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give us my thoughts. Um, and then we'll just bounce on that. Right, so I feel like, you know, we're talking about the vibe, right? And the vibe is like your environment and you know music is part of that environment so i feel like that's why it naturally lends itself to giving off a vibe yeah and it's really interesting to think how many times like music will define the setting that you're in you know like if you're in a party or like at a club there's a particular music that conveys that like kind of vibe in the party where it's like you know this might be more upbeat it's like you know like nocturnal <laughs> right um, no yeah yeah um there's also you know there's like maybe if you're driving at night um if you're driving during the day you know maybe like i just came back from uh zion national park and like just driving through all the canyons and stuff that had its own unique vibe that you know, some, yeah yeah some and some music would really fit that so um i feel like you know music is like a really big part of you know just just going through stuff throughout the day and putting on music um can really affect the vibe i think i definitely agree with that um one thing I noticed as you were talking about, you know, the vibe and how it fits really well or how it fit really well um, with uh, the Zion Park situation is, um, yeah, like a vibe can definitely generate an environment. It can definitely take you into a headspace, a certain wavelength and a certain my, uh, a, a mood, right, or a mindset. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, it can also like accentuate um, a given vibe, right? Um, for example, when you're studying, that's a vibe, right? You're focused and right. you're yeah. doing a task um, a long period of time. You play on some, uh, what is that, 24 uh, 7 lo fi. Yeah, that super long title. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. that vibe just gets stronger, right? So mm -hmm. I think this kind of ties back to our earlier uh, discussion where there is somewhat of a concept or at least a pseudo concept of like a net vibe right it definitely can build off each other and i think for me like what i find myself doing just by happenstance is that, um i like to okay so i'm i don't really play music when i study um mm -hmm. i play music just to listen to music when i feel like listening to music and i think when i'm doing that what I really go for is, or at least what I'm really feeling right now is um, music that kind of brings that sense of nostalgia, you know, nostalgia, mm -hmm. even for like a time or a memory that doesn't even exist. You know, it's just simulating that sense of melancholy. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's like something that um, I've been seeing myself doing recently. Uh, and it's just something I enjoy, you know, it's just mm -hmm. like um, it, it puts you in a certain mindset and a certain thought process. And um, I think that's what the music does for me at the moment in terms of a vibe. It, it, it more or less puts me in a, in, a, in a style of thinking. And the reason why I enjoy that so much is because um, I really like working with films and I really like to study like how films are made, how, how it's edited and all that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like every time I listen to something um, like 
of like a sound or, or, or like music from a scene or just a song in general and a specific snippet of that, like instantaneously almost, I immediately think of totally different idea, right? That this vibe brought me to, right? It could be like just some hypothetical movie sequence that I would just naturally be like, oh my God, wait, like this would be really interesting if you would overlay this music or this song with this specific sequence right Mm -hmm. and like being a person who really likes dealing with that type of uh work or idea or just in that territory in general i find myself really enjoying that aspect of music right the music that generates the vibe that that then propels you to a different area of thinking altogether Mm, um i see what you mean yeah that's that's just kind of like my quick uh answer to that question what about you sophia I like that. I think picking up on both of your descriptions, I think it's interesting how there's like kind of two ways you can create a vibe, right? It's it's the way that you can kind of like build off what's around you. So your scenery or like the people or I guess like your already existing like feelings. And then like there's a vibe that you like kind of like seek. So it sounds like, I mean, that's kind of what I got from Karthik's like a more like an immersive vibe too mm-hmm. oh yeah that, that's someplace, really way to put it like something yeah. entirely different than where you are right so right. i think that's interesting because there's like two ways to kind of pick up on vibes like um yeah like i feel like a night drive is like something that i think of because <laughs> yeah, it's just like the, it's a very i know exactly but it's just like that's a place where you can kind of i feel like even get really immersive because you're not really seeing much around you it's kind of like just the the idea of like being there at night kind of alone and then i feel like i'm feeling like you can like go anywhere if that makes sense and like that that feeling of like being able to sounds really corny but transcend and um be able to get into that space is interesting you know yeah no i yeah no wait i want to hear more of this i don't want to keep interrupting Uh, i I just really agree i'm like yeah no i you're vibing i think i (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, I just feel I, like a night drive is where you can get into that headspace, and it's yeah. like just interesting that we all agree with that, right? Because like that's why we I feel like everyone kind of like wants to go on one or enjoys those and and mm-hmm. alone or even with people, you know? Because um, then with people, it's nice too. You all can go there, and it's like a different. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a different interpretation depending on who you are and like your experiences. But I do feel like there is like creating that collective vibe with you right yes it's like we were saying before like all the individual vibes add up to the the main vibe plus <laughs> yeah. the vibe of the night drive <laughs> so there's like yeah. there's a whole bunch of vibes from like a bunch of different sources <laughs> yeah <It's>, and yeah <laughs> i don't know i it's mean like vibe theory <laughs> this is this might as well just be vibe theory but i think as you were talking about the night drive I, what i started to think about was kind of like um you the way you put it, like it being therapeutic is like pretty much accurate in my opinion, because, you know, you're going around your day for the most part. It's just like, you know, you're doing mundane, regular activities, you know, like going grocery shopping, driving around to where you have to be, you know, you're kind of like operating at 50%, right? Cause you don't really need to be really feeling these mundane activities. You're just doing it kind of like monotonously. Right. right? And then kind of the opposite of that is where you, where you feel what you just described, right? Where you're really um, absorbing that like visceral aspect to 
to just again the vibe you know and it's something that that um i feel like what's happening here is you're kind of like reaching some level of deep therapeutic focus and you're like really in tune with like what you're really feeling right now and i think that's kind of why we really enjoy it because it's almost like when you're fit into the right vibe be it a song or environment or the collective activities that generate that unique sense of feel i think at that point you're really at peace with yourself you're almost at like exactly. this weird zen you know and so yeah. it's almost like the vibe is is like um yeah it's just it's just like a meditation right uh internally on your yeah, yeah exactly 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 um but that's just what i was thinking about when you were talking about it being transcendental uh, or transcendental or or or, or like you know Oh, of something quality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no I'm glad that inspired your thought because I like that idea a lot yeah I mean you're right like you can finally <laughs> sound again super <laughs> you can escape like kind of like what you maybe don't want to face or kind of like think about throughout the day whether it be like those mundane activities or you know if you're kind of like just in a headspace that you're like okay I'd much rather be here and like that's kind of where you can kind of like switch to a different vibe, right? Mm. Um, and I feel like 100%. music just really supplements that. Um, yeah. That's why, like, the soundtrack to your life, right? Like, when you're bringing up movies, that's what I was thinking of because, um, yeah, I mean, I just feel like music and movies and um, TV shows really enhance the experience. Like, I was just watching Becoming Serena. They had really mm. interesting music choices, um, just sort of like when they were talking about her life, like, um, her pregnancy, it was a big part of it. And then like mm-hmm. um, living in Compton. So like that sort of um, lifestyle was different, obviously. So like the music would really change with what they were, of course, talking about. But it just like really brought different emotions to me, you know, and like being able to like manipulate that in someone is pretty cool, you know. Yeah, 100%, <laughs> dude. Yeah. It was, it was interesting. It's a good show, by the way. I will plug I'll put that. On the list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious to watch that. I didn't know they had a... Is it like a documentary? It's a documentary series, yeah. Mm. Um, it's on... Sorry to be specific, but it's on yeah, HBO okay. Max. Um, oh, we I, just I, dropped I, the free. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's why I logged in and checked there out what's on there. But, but yeah, so far, really good. Um, and she's just an interesting woman to have a biopic about because I think she just talks about a lot of the different uh, struggles that she's been through and, and how... Mm-hmm that's like made her so strong and like emotionally just so diligent you know yeah Um, i think like a big thing with serena um to why she became so great is how she like overcame a lot of adversity um and especially in like sports that like mental toughness is like your biggest asset like that's gonna that like that mindset can is the difference between like a a champion and like just a, a great player so right, right yeah. exactly yeah dedication um, is like insane. but yeah okay yeah sorry no, 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 <laughs> wait no but it's a um, tangent important life lesson i mean i'm actually interested in that tangent because you mentioned that the music that they use um in that uh docuseries was like or, or, or like you really resonated with it right like do yeah. you know like what about it made you feel that way or what it was doing what maybe was genre or, or like anything anything more to that um, that you would describe that it's hard to describe i think um i think i was (laughs) really just vibing with it but um but yeah i think it was like a lot of so again like i was like ethereal type 
it was ethereal in certain moments, like um, when they were talking about, you know, how much she wanted this pregnancy and um, they got into a little bit about like how she won that grand slam, like when she just found out when she was pregnant. Um, and it was just like, it wasn't triumphant music that was playing. It was very like, just, yeah, something just know. to match that that narrative, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest was, thing with yeah, soundtrack. It right? was just like an interesting experience because, like, I just feel like I feel like she was overwhelmed by emotions, and somehow they conveyed that through like a song, you know. Um, yeah. I think that's so impressive to do, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they had this like it somehow felt like I could feel like the dedication in her, like to the baby, but also to the sport. Um, and it was just like conflicting in her mind. And again, somehow the music was making me feel that way. So I was super stressed and I was like, I'm not even going through this, but for them to make you feel like those emotions that she's feeling, I think is really, you know, profound. Um, Mm -hmm. they did do a little bit of a, I, I was like very impressed by, um, kind of the romance that they had in this because, uh, they obviously brought up her husband and and they have just a really like genuine connection and somehow again that was conveyed through the music and I just felt like moved by like how they feel about each other with like a deep respect you know but I, th- I think that's what's so interesting about it too is like the way you're describing their love is like I feel like when you think of like love songs it can be really easy for them to come across as like cheesy but like you mm, but you yeah. heard in a way that like came across as like really mature um yeah and i feel like that just like speaks out to like how important like the music can convey that because like you know they could just say oh you know she has a really really mature relationship with her husband but like you don't really feel it without that music attached to it yeah i think that's a yeah that's a really good point to bring up because um less on the music industry side more on the filmmaking side one like standard rule is like when you're making a scene right um they really try to grapple like what we're talking about uh, a bit further, which is the idea or feeling that the, the soundtrack um, is bringing, um, right? And so the, the, like, essentially the idea is um, don't play a song to uh, create uh, emotions for the audience. Again, this is speaking strictly right. within film, right? But use like a soundtrack to enhance the feeling that the like that that the scene is already generating, right? So when you say like you know you weren't even there in that situation, but you empathized with 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 the protagonist's struggle, right? That's a hundred percent like the creator is just really understanding how to synergize the sound and the scene together. And I think right. that kind of goes back to what you two were talking about, right? Just um, there's just the effectiveness um of really understanding how to how to handle the sound and time it and like just make it play out the best way you can um, to take the scene to just a different level mm. right? and connect with the audience on a, on that wavelength. So interesting. That makes me think of like what happens in the reverse situation because didn't like didn't Hans Zimmer typically create a soundtrack and then um, that, like Nolan creates the movie afterwards. Like I wonder. No, that, that's... Oh, I I did hear about that actually. Um, I wonder yeah. does that mean like Nolan literally describes scenes like differently depending on what the song is like saying to him? I guess. Right? I, I, like... I think. Um, no, I, so I I remember seeing this. Um, and I think how they did it was like Nolan wouldn't he wouldn't tell him what the movie's about. He would just kind of like give him these kind of like 
buzzwords like generally throughout the movie and then zimmer would like compose the soundtrack based on all the words that he got um or something along the lines like that so like so i think and the reason they did that is so that like the music feeling would just be super raw right he doesn't, he doesn't want the feeling to describe yeah. the scene but like it should just be like the feeling of the scene like like you think of interstellar where like they have the corn chase scene and like the music is so iconic there you know it's like it's like it's, it's almost like like distress, but like they're like in a rush, and like you you, you kind of feel like they really really want to get this drone, even though like there feels like there's no reason to, like other than like they want it. Um, but like I don't know, he does he does a really really good job, and it's like interesting how um, he like no one works with him to create that music, which then creates the vibe. So the relationship between Hans Zimmer, the music director, that. Christopher Nolan, the director, almost always appoints for his movies. I think going back to Interstellar, which is what Rajul, that way you, you were talking about to Sophia, um, it's interesting because what basically happened was like, okay, um, is it better now? Okay. Um, so basically what I was saying was the, like the relationship between Christopher Nolan um, and Hans Zimmer is really interesting because, yeah, when they're making Interstellar, apparently what happened was... Um, the, the director, like Nolan, he just sent like like a single paper, a sheet of paper with a short story, right? Um, and that story doesn't even talk about the actual plot of the movie. It just describes what the movie is in like the most um, like ge- like general details, right? And then like it only has one line in that entire page that's actually in the movie, and it's basically like it basically reads um i'll come back and then the response is when right as a question and so like that's all hans zimmer has to work with and then just a general idea that it's a short story about a father who leaves his child uh to do an important job right and apparently like the way he described you know how they developed that soundtrack was um you know he just went to his house and mm. hans zimmer and christian Owen were just you know, chilling and talking about their children and their family, you know, and they were really uh, trying to understand the emotional aspect of the soundtrack first. Right. Um, And I think that that's really interesting strategy because that kind of really ties back into what we were talking about, which is the plot of the movie wouldn't even matter at that point. It's the emotional signals that it's sending to the audience, right. That the soundtrack is trying to, to like enhance or generate and i feel like that's what they were going for in this it's definitely like a like a a contrarian thing to do right like you rarely hear about cases where directors do that they don't talk about the film they just trust that this that the um, music producer would develop a soundtrack that kind of summarizes the idea of a film in the way that it should and i think that this guy hans zimmer really understood the overall vibe of the film right what it's about and making a soundtrack blinded that way and still succeeding so much kind of just confirms you know um the fact that as long as there is no contradictory Mm -hmm. vibe it will add up it will enhance and it will ultimately give you a synergized product right that audiences will start to enjoy on a whole other level that's why we still talk about the ost i would have done to be in that room (laughs) but no honestly it sounds crazy (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a crazy experience and like that just means how personal it was to both of them right like when he was creating the soundtrack and when he was creating the movie they both felt like deep connection to it so that's and like of course that would get conveyed to us so that's very yeah. interesting. 
Yeah, it just speaks to how you know impressive he is as a composer and how good their relationship is working together. Also, uh, how like universal this concept is of us being able to completely absorb an idea that way, you know, and mm-hmm. feel what they felt in that room making that music. It's just, um, I don't know. It's yeah, it's really, it's, it's really crazy to think about, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So here, look, we've we've talked about some of our favorite vibes, but let's really talk about our favorite vibes. <laughs> right. you know, like what? Like what's like? What are you guys? Is you know. When you think of like, all right, this favorite, I guess, musical vibes, um, like, what are your favorite ones? Yeah, this is a tough question. Um, Okay, so I feel like we all have very different vibes, right? So I'm just gonna name a few, I guess. And Mm -hmm. and I tried to like think about this um, by thinking of albums or songs, and then thinking about the vibe that they give me, and not reverse, because I feel like we can get really caught up in like titles of vibes if that makes sense like chill right. right like chill is like a super common term to describe a vibe right i was like what makes me feel chill and then that started to stress me out so then i was like okay let me <laughs> find a song That's so and then, ironic. <laughs> i wasn't chill after so then i tried to do the reverse and i found a song that like would make me feel chill right um so that that's kind of like i don't know why i'm giving you backstory in my thought process but yeah so basically i thought of a few songs um i thought of a few albums first i think that came to mind but um the album that came to my mind like number one was because of the internet um Mm -hmm. so i think that album has so many different like songs that have made me feel different vibes at also different stages of my life so that's kind of why i picked that one um and then i picked the song earn from that album which i think is a really good song and i don't go back to enough but um and that's that was a really like that song gave me a really different like kind of like a calming like yeah like a chill um but somehow like reassuring vibe so that that's like one of my favorite vibes i'd say that's a vibe of music that i i like um just like chill and relaxing um and yeah somehow like peaceful and then um i'll just say one more vibe because i've talked way too long but um, (laughs) i love like um i don't know how but solange and thundercat and castaway are all like one vibe to me so that's another vibe that I really like. Um, somehow, I know it's gonna sound weird, but like somehow like a vintage feeling, like somehow um, like a nostalgic feeling, I think is what Karthik brought up earlier. Nice. I get from both of that, or from all of them. Um, so yeah, I I really like that vibe. Quote Tyler, and like one Instagram post that I saw recently, Solange is really a god to me and I definitely, agree with that <laughs> <laughs> her vibe is is godlike in my opinion but Dude, yeah i feel like i should listen to more solange then i i think you would really enjoy her i think um i think just start start with her newer albums and and then go back because i do think she's an artist that some people need to get used to to like more yeah um, okay her newer albums, I think, are a little easier to like ease into, and then you'll like her older albums a lot as well. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely recommend her and her vibe. All right, I will, and <laughs> um, I'll get back to you on how I feel about her. It's, I mean, I'm from a pretty sold right now, but um, 
I guess to answer your question, uh, Jewel, I guess, like I mentioned earlier, current vibe that I see myself kind of constantly being drawn to is just this, like any music that that gives me the sense of like abstract melancholy, right? And so I guess to be more specific, you've seen me always playing Tycho whenever I'm driving, right? right. Um, Tycho is a good example, I feel like, because he kind of, as an artist, encapsulates everything I like about just the arts mm-hmm. in general, right? Um, he approached his music at first um, just to achieve like a sense of uh, therapeutic, thera- uh, therapeutic, sorry, uh, relief, right? So essentially, it's full of um, just drums, synth, and bass, and 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 it and it tries to generate like a sense of um, like I would say it's more ambient and ethereal, um, but I guess my favorite song that reflects that is from his older album, actually titled "Past Is Prologue," which, first of all, is a great title in my opinion. It's it it, it leaves so much room for like interpretation. Yeah. Um, like like, it, like everything that happened till now is just the introduction to what is about to happen next. So it kind of gives you that agency, that call to action mm-hmm. to start now, right? It's not too right. late or whatever. But in that album, I really, really like um, Cloud Generator and Dictaphone's Lament. And if you listen to this song, right, maybe you can even play it, like, insert here mm-hmm. or whatever. But... <laughs> um, it's essentially just kind of recordings or samples of like um, a dictaphone, right? And that's how it starts. It's just like you hear some guy, um, not, not some guy actually, it's just like a sample from like a pilot from an airplane speaking. And it slowly fades away into the actual, the actual song, right? And like when, when I listen to it, it's almost like, like I'm, I'm like meditating, right? It's it's it, it brings me back to like my base, and it kind of grounds me, and it keeps me kind of calmer. Um, but also, um, some of his songs do that, but also bring a sense of nostalgia, like this weird, like sadness. And I know that sounds kind of weird at first, like why would you want to feel sad listening to a song, right? But then I feel like it's more nuanced than that because a lot of times, like he makes these songs. Like there's even this one track called Cascade which uh, actually, uh, in his earlier days, um, Cascade was the uh, track that they played for the last broadcast of Toonami. Um, no. Are you guys... Yeah, so you guys know what Toonami is then. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming, like, I hope everyone does, because yeah. it, it, was, it, it was a great <laughs> little segment that they did. But essentially, um, you know, people really connected with that ending, and they come back to that one like scene of of like that character permanently leaving right after such a long run this is this is the guy that represented their childhood right he would play all their favorite cartoon shows and now he's going to leave and they decided to go with Tycho and if you listen to Cascade it does what i described earlier of almost in, like in an emotional sense summarizing all of that accumulated like shared memories that these kids had right of like watching this specific segment every day after school 
Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it also makes you kind of yearn for it after it's gone. And that and that sadness is where that comes in. So there's almost like a like an appreciation aspect to it. Like with Would that you say nostalgia. It's like a kind of bittersweet. It's like bittersweet, but I would I mean, you you could say it's bittersweet, but I would say it's sweet sweet cuz I really like the aesthetic behind that sadness. Mm. Um it's 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 like it makes you kind of like um reflect right and it makes you kind of appreciate more about what has happened hence the nostalgia right yeah um but i don't know it's just that that like um that that i i like that feeling of like sort of looking backwards and then sort of analyzing over it um and this kind of music helps me do that and sometimes i look backwards like again to to a moment in life that never even happened like, have you guys ever had that where it's like, yeah. you're like, yeah. wow, like, th- like I, I, I feel nostalgic, but I don't have anything particularly, like, I, I don't have anything particular to feel nostalgic yeah. like, to or about. I, I, I just feel this way. And this music is doing that. And I, and I think that is where I'm at right now. Like, I, I'm like, I listen to Tycho mainly to get into that headspace, because, mm. again, that would help me with what I'd be working on in the film space um, as a hobbyist. So interesting. But, um so yeah i think i thought i think i really like that and i think um one thing i was thinking about too is like the kind of specific sadness you were talking about where it's like because i i I think i relate to this but it's really hard to put into words it really is i was really struggling there yeah no no i I think you're doing (laughs) a good job yeah Yeah. um i I agreed with it (laughs) yeah though i mean you did a good job in the way that like even though like I you didn't like explicitly explain it like I knew what you were talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Now I'm gonna try I'm to gonna, yeah I'm gonna try to like maybe I'm I, don't know, I guess I'll try to give my two cents. Yeah, yeah. On that, but like I, I feel like it's like a like you said it's nostalgia for like what has happened, and it's like you know I guess it's like it's kind of like looking back to when you're a kid, and you think about something you really enjoyed as a kid that you don't do anymore now. And, it, oh, yeah. and it's not, you know, and it's like, whenever I think about it, it's like, all right, this is kind of just a natural part of growing up, you know, things yeah, that are, yeah. you know, that you were liked as a kid, then, you know, maybe you don't like as much now. But the fact that you liked it then, and you, you kind of just remember all the enjoyment that it brought, like all the cartoons, right, where like, exactly what you said, I think that was a really good description of you'd come home, and then, you know, you'd like watch cartoons, you'd eat like, dinosaur chicken nuggets. <laughs> right and like, on. you know, you, it's kind of paints that picture. Yeah, where it's like, there's kind of this like simplicity to it, you know. You don't have to worry about all these yeah, other things. Yeah. It was just, you know, like I'm a kid eating some some nice food, watching my cartoons, <laughs> and then now and then like now that phase is over. And then I think the sadness is that you could never really get it back. You um, never really get yeah. it back, yeah. You know, and even though like you know maybe 95 percent of the time that's not really going to bother you, but just when you really think about it, you're like, oh, that is kind of sad. And you know, parties, you kind of like maybe I wish I could get it back for just one more time so I could. No, really, really appreciate it, um, yeah. but it's not going to happen. And, and I think that I, I, I think what what you were saying there is 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 just one specific type of vibe, right? right. It's just that right. like retrospective appreciation. Right? Exactly, that's yeah. good. Um, it. And so I think that's where I'm at. I like I, 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 I like I'm really feeling that right now as I'm like yeah. moving into like a different phase in my life. I, mm-hmm. I I'm kind of just like using this artist to 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 do that you know kind of simplify my life and just um use his music to just almost like 
glaze over what has happened and sometimes it didn't even happen but i still feel that way you know like yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, I, yeah. I, again it's 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 a it's, it's such a versatile thing with his music yeah. and i but think that's the power the, of, of that vibe too where it's like you can if the fact you feel nostalgic for something that doesn't hasn't even happened is so crazy to me you know because <laughs> yeah. nostalgia is, is like really defined by something that has happened <laughs> right exactly so it, like, it just shows the power of that music yeah exactly it makes you feel those feelings that you didn't even like remember ever feeling in the first place so mm-hmm. that's really interesting i think i mean especially when we were younger and we used to listen to like really i mean music that was probably more mature than we were mm-hmm. um the fact that we could even connect with it you know and like i would get emotional by songs about heartbreak never having felt heartbreak like that's, oh, that's so crazy yeah you know yeah. How did you? How were we able to connect with like things that we would ever like we would experience in like ten years or so? You know, it's really interesting. Like wrapping your head around those concepts before you even hit oh them, right? That, that, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a pretty interesting point to make, it's and weird, I just realized right? that. that's that's something happened to me too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's yeah. like it, I feel like it kind of comes down to like you know everything we do, we're trying to communicate, and I feel like music is a good form of emotional communication. Where like it's right. like you know it's like I want you to feel how I feel even though you've never felt this way. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways. Uh, so what's guess, your answer to this? Yeah. Google? So yeah, some of my favorite vibes. Um, <laughs> I think my my top one is I I really like jazz rap, especially at oh. night. Yeah. Um, and I think I was thinking about this a lot, and I think I like it a lot because when I think when it's just a really you know simple jazzy beat and someone's just rapping, you know, just rapping over it, it sounds so effortlessly cool. Like it's like he's like he's like he's like he's just like so good at his art, but it doesn't even sound like he's like trying. Like he's just at this level of like you know amazingness, and and I feel like you know whatever I get into, like I want to be at that level. Where it's like I can just be effortlessly like really good at something um so i guess it's like you know and it, it, it kind of brings me that headspace of like you know it's like almost like i'm a like i'm a fighter or like i'm a dog you know <laughs> like oh i see um, what you mean. so are you saying that you're impressed more with like just that flex of mastery or or is I, it that but I, in that genre I, I would say like the the vibe itself feels like a right. like a flex um but in in a way that's not like abrasive. It's so it's so like subtle. It's like yeah, it's almost like vivacious, right? Like there's an elegance to it. Yeah, yeah, it, right? yeah. It's, it's very grace. it's very like elegant. It's like it's like elegant. I don't know it's very like elegant and simple and like a flex, but also modest. Like it's very it's contradictory, like cool. but but right, yeah, right. but it makes it really interesting. Oh, um, I so I yeah I, I really like, and especially at night too because like like you were all saying night drives are amazing and. You know, I think the nice thing about night is like I think in day there's all this kind of noise. That's there's there. a lot. Of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Visually, that's that's yeah. always how I think about it. So at, at night when it's just like you know, just like you're driving, you're just playing some jazz rap, and you're just like, all right, like I'm like I I feel like I'm just ready to go and like take something on, and that's even enhanced by the night drive, like you guys were saying, where like you could really just go anywhere. Um, exactly. So, so who are you playing right now, currently, for your night drives? Um, so I have a playlist, but I have not. Um, so it's just like it's not even like specifically an artist. It's just people. Like yeah, it's really just a vibe. Idea. And yeah, 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 there's yeah, yeah. there's like I have a jazz rap playlist and I have a night rap playlist because they're a little night rap night drive playlist because um, they're a little different. Um, yeah, they are but different. But I, I guess that kind of goes into my 
second favorite, which is also like it's not like jazz rap specifically, but it's more um like softer and chill music, which I know is really um really vague, but I'm gonna give us some examples here. Like stuff like um like the art of peer pressure by Kendrick or like over the moon by the Maria's like the Maria's has that kind of vibe. That's very, it's very kind of soft and like beautiful. Um, and it's like, it's like, it's slow, but it has like a, like a heartbeat to it. Um, it feels very, very like genuine and real the way they sing. So definitely check out the Maria's. They're an amazing band. Really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just stuff like that, where it's especially like this happened actually a lot when I was doing my master's where like we'd have a long day and like I'd leave school and it'd be like 830 p.m. And I'm like really tired and I just kind of throw on that playlist and it's just like a really relaxing drive as you're driving That's back. Nice. Um, and then finally, it sounds like therapy, literally. It kind of is. Yeah. It's just so like, you know, it's kind of like slowly lifting the weight off your shoulders of like, you know, doing a bunch of work. Or, yeah, like the day. Yeah, right, right. Aware of the day. And it's having yeah, a nice, really. calming, you know, relaxing night drive back. Yeah, dang. Um, and my third favorite is complete opposite. It's like a, <laughs> it's like just getting there's like a just having hype songs in the morning. Um, not hype like in the morning, morning, <laughs> but just like you know, <laughs> I, was, I was actually listening to this to my brother because I was like, I had this like hype mix that I was making. That's it's not it's just on like my Google Drive, but I was just like listening to it. And um, it's, I don't know, it's just it's just really nice to like get really hyped, even if you're just in the car and you're driving on like the 15. <laughs> or you're playing um, like Smash and you're just playing yeah, Playboy yeah, Cardi exactly, or like Death right. Grips like, or JPEG. Smash, yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're, and <laughs> that's a different vibe. Trail. That's a great vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just like you you just like all right, like I'm just I'm just gonna go like you know crazy balls to the wall. Like I don't really care. Just and it's weird. It, 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 it like. But like it would actually affect your gameplay too. That's the best it, part. It like, does because it, it, no, it it puts you in that mindset where like <laughs> right, um, right. I I feel Maybe. like it's 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 like almost a similar effect as like when I listen to jazz rap, but like also different. Like I like I feel like like a different purpose that right, but the yeah, same because I I feel like okay, like I feel like I'm listening to jazz rap like maybe like right before. I'm gonna play like a basketball game to like you know hype me up, but like while I'm playing the game, then I'm listening to Death Grips. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's like it's that. kind of like yeah. when you're just in the moment. Um <laughs> versus like I feel like jazz rap is kind of like a lead up. Like I think of um like like bef- sometimes before I would take like midterms or finals, I would listen to like New York State by Mind by Nas uh-huh. and um yes. just the way like he he's going as like this like kind of killer flow and he's like, all right, like I'm you kinda of go into this like killer mentality that like I'm just gonna take this on and I'm just gonna completely crush uh-huh. it. Yeah, his confidence like kind of bleeds on to you and you yeah know, take that to your exam but it, it's 100%. like confident and almost like it feels like precise and like like yeah. venomous i don't know it's very like i guess like it, like it draws parallel when you think of like you know the kobe bryant mentality like his right, mentality right. Yeah. it's very like you know yeah. like it's yeah he's like like he's on top of it. yeah it's on top of his intense but like he's intense in a way that like he's good and like he strikes um that's kind of the the feeling i get so yeah those are my vibes that i like <laughs> I can vibe with that. Nice. Yeah, those are good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about striking and battling. Um, on, the, on the contrary, what would you say is your guy's least favorite vibe? Fit to pick one. <laughs> I, I, go for it, um, I okay. I feel like this is gonna be a 
not to be like this is unpopular but i am not a huge fan of trap um mm. that is my my least favorite vibe I d i'm not sure why i think it doesn't have to um, be why yeah it's just not a music that i've understood like the progression of because i do think mm -hmm. trap like um older trap is really different now um mm -hmm. so i'm i'm more specifically talking about current trap i like mm -hmm. older trap like um it's a good example i'm thinking of older trap very specific in my head um part to kanye west <laughs> this is terrible <laughs> is anyone is anyone helping nope i i, I, That's okay. I was like i'm not exactly i don't know like three um, they have <laughs> hey oh kid cuddy oh my god that was awful for some reason that name was blank um kid cuddy He's like older trap, in my opinion. I don't know if that's inaccurate, but um, I don't even know I he did he, trap. But I, I also don't listen to much Kid Cudi, so I'll, I'm gonna trust you. Like, yeah, like there was like a not not very strong trap, but like some um, like undertones, I guess. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm not a fan of like the modern trap vibe. I just mm -hmm. think it's um, yeah, something I guess I don't understand. But uh, I am trying to get into it a little more because I feel like I'm. I'm not sure if it's like a blanket, you know, I don't feel that vibe. Because I don't think there's really a music vibe that we all, like, you would never understand and in, in under any situation, right? Like, right. I just feel like you have to be in a certain stage of your life, <laughs> emotional, like, you know, that <laughs> right. sort of thing. Um, people, like, learn to love different genres of music. That's how I feel like we learn to love different vibes, I guess. So, yeah. yeah. Agree. And I think it's good you're challenging yourself to, like, listen to stuff that you typically wouldn't like. Because I think that's just how you... You know like more music and find more music and, yeah, at, and at least exactly. like, you know at least you're saying you don't understand so hopefully like even if you end up not liking it hopefully you'll get an idea kind of understand okay this is kind of what the vibe is about with trap exactly yeah and and then i'll be able to identify maybe like if i don't like it what it is or that i do like it and it was a misunderstanding yeah <laughs> so, yeah yeah what about you karthik i think okay so i think i really agree with what you uh, said later on, which is, I don't really see like, I don't know how I could not like appreciate or like like a vibe, because I think it's more specific than that. Like, for example, a vibe can be like aggressive and just like really raw, right? Now you can put Slipknot in that category. You can also put JPEG Mafia in that category, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I listen to one and not the other. I'm not a big fan of death metal but mm. i really like experimental hip-hop rap type and i think mm. in that way right um if you were to ask like maybe what type of genre i think i would then say something like general and this is gonna be kind of ironic general um like electronic music or like dance music Mm -hmm. I really find uninteresting. But at the same time, Tycho kind of like dips into that category as well. Right. right. But then True. it's 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 the differentiating factor that that makes me really appreciate music. But essentially yeah. it's just anything that's kind of like overly like um repetitive but not in the sense of calming you down, but more just because like more to just like um I guess get you like hype 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm not really like her, kind of. Yeah, like I don't know. Like I'm generally not the kind of person to listen to music that that like gets me like um hyped up unless I want to be hyped up. Right. So like uh, if it's not for like a specific purpose, I don't want to get into like a high energy state. I'm more of like a more like a relaxed listener type. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think anything that like forces me out of that comfort is something that I wouldn't really see myself listening to. Something just calmer, something that would just like um, uh, not put me in a, you know, uh, um, I guess, aggressive state, for lack of a better word, just like Mm -hmm. high energy in general. Um, I don't know that that was kind of all over the place. Um, But I I feel like I got a sense of, of like what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you? you're right. I, I mean, it's mostly like a genre thing, right? Not like a vibe. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean that, that's genre has their vibes, but I, 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 it's kind of like very like overlapping. You know, like it's like like a really bad Venn diagram <laughs> of vibes. Yeah, yeah it's it, it's it's kind of like tears the way I see it. It's like okay, if if you like that vibe, you may not like that specific artist under that vibe or that specific genre right. under that vibe because it, it takes it to a more specific diverting route at that point, right? Mm. Um, so I guess, like, that's kind of the angle behind it. Um, yeah. Vibe is kind of like the umbrella uh, category and then you can kind of yeah. divert into uninteresting areas and interesting that areas was interesting, from that. the comparison that you gave, what was it, JPEG Mafia? And then, like, yeah. Like but not, yeah. Or, yeah, <laughs> that, they come out with some pretty good tracks every now and then. I, I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around them, but I've been liking <laughs> some stuff so far. Some stuff is yeah, really hard to listen to, but like some stuff is really they're nice. They're both in the same vibe. It doesn't make yeah. sense, you know. But that's yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. I, I, I they're like different flavors of the same vibe. Yeah, 100%, yeah. 100%. I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah, exactly. But what about you, Joel? Okay, so I when I uh, was thinking about this. The person that immediately came to mind is Roar by Katy Perry. And like, <laughs> but before I explain what vibe I like, what's the vibe you get from that song? Um, competitive and like, yeah, pumped up, I think. Mm-hmm. And just inspirational. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, Karthik? Honestly, please, guys, don't hate me. And for those listening as well, please don't hate me. But I think it's just super boring and uninteresting. That's what I think about first when I when I think about Katy Perry in general, and then Roar on top of that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was really out of no, left field. No, but like, I, I, I just I, don't vibe with her at all. Yeah. So I, I what both of you guys have said are pretty much right. Where it's like when I my first thought when I think of that song is like I just get annoyed, and I'm like, why do I get annoyed? <laughs> yeah. And it's just like I feel like it's just way too like inspirational, but like in, mm-hmm. in like a really like fake way not to say that like i'm not to say that like yeah. it's um maybe not fake's right word it's just kind of like cheesy inspirational yeah. i I, you know? I agree with the yeah because I, I, yeah. I don't think she's like really being fake you know it's like yeah you know maybe like this is like really emotional to her and that's totally fine but like to me there's like there's other songs that get really inspired from but it feels much more like rooted and more yeah. genuine um, artificial exactly i don't know why no, i think that's but, yeah, yeah. That, and that's like definitely... i just oh you go no, no, you go ahead. That hey, oh. listen, I want to hear uh, first. <laughs> if you're not done, uh, I was I was just gonna say I feel like I just don't like those very like annoyingly happy songs. Which <laughs> like I feel like you know I'm not not a pessimist, but like I feel like I'm a, 
Dude, pretty, oh pretty optimistic, God. but like I am right some, there with something you. just with like annoyingly like happy is just like it's like like why like wh- how'd you get here <laughs> like no one is this happy. No, okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and like steal that answer too because that kind of really like describes how I feel about it. So I I really don't like just naively optimistic songs. Yeah, like, that. like going back to that same example, I think cheesy is the best way to put it because it's not even like it's like it's definitely well intentioned. It's definitely optimistic, and I know like you're not a pessimistic person, and mm-hmm. I'm not either. But I, I it's just it's just kind of boring and uninteresting when your message yeah. is so generic and so easy to understand. You can add a bit more nuance to that. You can be a bit more rooted in, into something else that would give it more more like oomph right it would just because the message is just plain and simple you know and the lyrics in my opinion i feel like are the same but like you can take that same story and then add a little bit more layer to it Mm. you know um and then you would find that same message a little bit more interesting i think right now it's just like uh at least from what i'm getting from your answer and what i would also agree to is i think plain and simple can get very boring very quickly. I mean, it might work sometimes, but like I think complexity can be uh, used to really add to your music, and I think that that like yeah. that like can't be optimism. Right. I, it's I feel just like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I agree and disagree at okay. the same time. Let's um, hear what you, what you disagree with first. <laughs> well, I so okay. I well, I definitely agree with the complexity part, so I'm not going to say that. Um, but I think there's like, I think some of the the elegance of music is like you can make something really good by still being simple. Um, so like there's like, I think there's an art to being simple. Um, like I so for example, right? I was watching this. I think I talked about this last last podcast actually, but um, I'll bring it up again. I was watching this video um, that was talking about like Stevie Wonder. And, mm-hmm. like, I've been learning more about, like, chord progressions and, like, music theories because I'm trying to get more into that. And basically all he did was he just changed, like, one of the chords to this other chord. And it totally changed the whole feel of the song. And that's how he made his big song, Sir Duke. Um, and just it's stuff like that where it's, like, it's something that's very simple. But, like, the idea of making that sort of change is, like, really, really brilliant. So I think that's where I disagree where, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be complex. Um, like you can you can have good songs that are both complex and simple, but I think um, there's an art to do it to make a simple song really good. I think no. there's like a difference between like simple and like simple minded, right? Like I think that's mm. what that's a good way to put it. Describing a yeah. Katy Perry song because it's like simple. It's super simple concepts that like you don't think like a complicated person would come up with if that makes sense mm-hmm. and that and that right. seems kind of rude i didn't mean to hate on katie perry this one <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah 100 like we have no beef with her yeah. yeah. i'll pick maroon five there we go exactly my classic hatred for him but yeah. um it's interesting to me because i think like it progressed like from like simple to simple-minded with maroon five specifically mm-hmm. like early career was really like simple concepts but like beautifully said and mm-hmm. then it went to like just like i don't want to even think of this concept like only a simple-minded person would come up with this concept why is he singing about this you know mm-hmm. so i feel like there's like a difference in that like that make, yeah no yeah, yeah. i, I, I think that's I guess, definitely sorry go ahead i'll just gonna say i feel like um 
they're like you can there's an, they can have an elegance and simplicity and you can also not have that yeah exactly and, and i that's think the difference i think no i definitely think um actually i agree with both of you i think simple music can be really really elegant and i also think there's a difference between simple-mindedness and and like being simple or simplicity in general mm-hmm. right and i think mm-hmm. that's kind of what my angle was it's it's more about the um the ideas behind the music right or the song it's it's like that's what is like if you're dealing with concepts that are already like okay been there done that heard that type of thing mm-hmm. um it's gonna get kind of repetitive it's gonna get kind of bland you know and like adding a bit right. more layers to that would make it your own thing with a twist on it right and i think that's where i was getting at like of course like simple music can like be so nice to listen to like i love home favorite song from that is um mm-hmm. odyssey and resonance and resonance is just a sound uh or it's just, it, it's just a song with like two uh chords or or like just a handful like full of chords two or three then that's it but it works so well because it's so and, and and like it's so nice to listen to and that kind of falls under like under the example of you know simple music really being that good right and, and yeah, I like, exactly I was, I was gonna say too like i feel like it's also like it's crazy to think like how you know he approached that where he's like i'm you know gonna make this really maybe simple song but like what chords do i choose to put together to make this vibe right i feel like maybe exactly. that's where the complexity comes in because you have all these options you can choose from but he's like how do i put this together that's make a song that you know is totally engaging i know I, you know that's a really interesting point because just because your subject matter is simple you know on paper arriving at that like figuring out what kind of sounds by staying simple will still sound good as a song is in itself such a complex task right it involves so much of understanding and how to represent you know simple concepts like this and let that simplicity be the aesthetic behind it and like like you said that's definitely like not simple thinking in my opinion i think you need to really understand sounds really well to get that point yeah i feel like this is like a random it's just like a random connection but we um... invite those I, it, it reminds me of like you know like when you do like math in like high school and you you do this like crazy long problem and then the answer would be like zero or like one <laughs> like that's what it reminds me of where it's like you like do like a bunch of work and then the answer is like really simple. I, I can it. see how that's analog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I saw what what was the tweet? It was like one to the raise to the power of zero is like just zero, right, or something. Wait, was is that the it's one? one? It's oh, shoot, it's one. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh my okay. god, I've forgotten basic algebra rules. But anyway, they're like, why did that math rule have to go so hard? You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's intense. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> anyway, funny. go back to what you're saying. I, I have nothing else to say. That was amazing. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. Um. So I, I feel like the last thing I want to talk about um, is, you know, we talked about the vineyard vibes and we also kind of brought up the vibes with like a bunch of different other people. Um, but like, what would you say is like, you know, maybe some of the experience you had with group vibes? Like for me, there was like, it's always kind of tricky. I always think of this, the scenario where like, let's say I'm in the car and I'm playing music and there's like, you know, three other friends there. Right. It's like, I'm always thinking of like, all right, you know, this person likes this genre, this person likes that genre, this person likes this artist, you know, like, how do I like appeal all of them? 
or just throw it out the window and just play whatever I want? Um, or do I play stuff that like maybe the majority wants? Like it's always this like tricky little balance. And I'm always like, you know, tricky like situation. what? Yeah, like what kind of music fits the vibe? And the vibe will change from night to day. Um, right. You know, so it's that's always a, like a, a balancing act. Yeah, this is a really interesting question because I feel like this says a lot about what kind of friend you are in a group, right? Like, um, since yeah. you're put, you're put in the situation a lot, right? Because you're usually the one kind of like hosting the music and like putting the music on. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. So, yeah. so you have to like kind of read the vibes, and I feel like that's a really good ability to have because some people like don't pick up on that or like right. even know like or even like, to memorize like what kind of like music they, like genres that your friends listen to because mm-hmm. that's like i think that's like considerate but um okay but that was a long-winded uh, not answer my short answer is interesting because it's like the dynamic of a group but right. um yeah so i feel like my go-to is usually i'll get stressed out by trying to fit someone's vibe it's my favorite go-to just, <laughs> so then i'll just like put whatever i want to listen to in that moment and i'm like you know maybe that person will also kind of think that this music is good and then they'll like the music now and then we have a new thing to bond over but it would be better if i could like somehow find an in-between genre you know what i mean right. like one that touches like both genres that we like Mm-hmm. I just feel like that's hard to do and like it is again. hard yeah and, and and i feel like too is like when you like let's say you play a song that you like but you don't know if they'll like it's like risky because then you could yeah. mess up the vibe exactly and then, you gotta fix and then the everyone's like oh my god read the room yeah yeah it's like all right i'm sorry for playing death grips like i'll <laughs> <laughs> no um that... no i've never done that so <laughs> <laughs> oh man what about you um i feel like my situation is uh similar but slightly different in that okay so for context you know we all hang out a lot so we've seen like (laughs) ritual have to manage like giant groups (laughs) with this so and and it's a struggle uh fortunately um i've never had to have that struggle because i normally find myself not driving uh large groups it's mainly just like one or two people right mostly just one other person and um i i guess what i do is um i really uh, okay so i I do two things. Um, one is, I would have already known, like, the person, like, my friend who's sitting next to me um, on the passenger seat. I, I, I would have already gotten a sense of what they listen to. And so what I try to do is I try to map that to, like, the closest, like, thing I listen to that they would potentially like, mm-hmm. but something that they've never listened to before. Like, for example, I have a friend, um, and he used to listen to, like, industrial hip-hop, right? A super experimental um and so he would be playing you know death grips and other like underground artists and um that's the kind of vibe i got from him i was like okay he's pretty um pretty much into like that raw like um experimentalism side of of music so um i played jpeg mafia in front of him and lo and behold he absolutely loves him now Mm -hmm. you know um in other instances um i would try to get the other person to play the music um, in my car, um, I wouldn't oh, tell them to play something similar yeah. to my taste because that's just a dumb thing to say. Yeah. I would just try to get—I <laughs> I would just try to get them to play whatever they would want to play. What's their go-to? Right. You know, because that gives me the other side, which is understanding what their vibe is. Right. Mm. Like the first song that you go to when you start your your drive, 
I feel like that is an important song, or it can even be a playlist. Like I feel like that is yeah, something that, that tells is true. a lot about. Like your go-to is like the tone setter. That that's the one song where like I will always go, like I will always go to this because this song is so good. Like it holds right, up. exactly. Right. And I think that right. says something about that person. At least mm -hmm. this, uh, like if, if not a lot, it, it says something that I can get from you know that mm -hmm. person. And I feel like that's the idea that I try to build off of, and then it kind of goes into a feedback loop. Next time they're in the car, I would have used what I listened to. Uh, so listen from them to sort mm -hmm. of map that into something similar that I have, um, and I guess that's just a good way to you know get to know each other better in that level, and also listen to people that you would have liked but never got the chance to listen to. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. That makes my wow. I just feel so shallow after what. <laughs> oh I'm wait, no, don't feel that way. That's you know, yeah. but that's so <laughs> considerate of you. I'm like, dang, I want to be in that car right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, <laughs> so no, that's like, that is someone definitely picking up on the vibes and picking up on someone else's vibes. So mm -hmm. yeah, because like the worst thing you want is like sitting through a ride where you absolutely hate the person uh, playing, you know, on, yeah, on you the radio or on yeah. the yeah. So the, it's, it's just I've been in situations that. like that, and it's miserable. So you're you're really <laughs> saving miserable. people. Yeah, yeah I'm glad. <laughs> not, not not all heroes wear capes, but um, yeah, apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Virgil? How do, how do you read the vibe? Or do you read the vibe? Um, it, so, yeah, I think it depends whether I know someone or I don't know them. So, like, if, like usually, like, if I know someone, like, I know, like, I have a good idea of, like, their tastes. And, like, I think, uh -huh. and also another thing that's important is, like, how willing they are to, like, listen to something new. Right? Um, like, yeah. I, like, yeah, like, I feel like, you know, like, like when you, I'm in the car with you guys. You guys, I'm like, hey, you know, maybe check out this song. You guys might be more open to it. But like, oh, I'll, I'll consider right. this, even though like, I wouldn't normally listen to it. And there's like, you know, I have other friends who are like not really in that boat. Um, <laughs> Just not so getting like, it. The best yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, I'll be like, oh, you like listen to this. Like, it, it's not like really like you like you might like it, but it's just something kind of different. So it's like really a shot in the dark. But like for both of us, <laughs> right, it's definitely a yeah. gamble. But I mean, it's I mean, dude, honestly, that's what you did to me. You introduced me to JPEG at one point, and oh, then yeah, you know, it's funny because this kind of ties back into what Sophia was saying. I actually mm -hmm. didn't like him when you first played him. I was like, all right, okay, this is this track is like I guess all right, mm -hmm. and then we just kind of like brushed past it, and then we just moved on with our day. A couple mm -hmm. of years later, we're like driving down the freeway, and then you play JPEG again, mm -hmm. and then you kind of oh. tell tell me his story again but this time i think it was like two years later and at that time like i was just like i was really vibing with him Dude, i, I, I think, think the timing is key the timing like, is uh, key where you're at you know yeah. mentally yeah, um, is, is key. yeah. The, yeah. The, sa the same exact thing happened to me with um this artist like don Tolver, who like i i heard him he was like associated with travis scott and i checked him out and like all right you know he's all right he's got some cool stuff but i never went back to him you know i just listened to him for like a week or something and then, you know, there was one day where, uh, you know, Josh came over to my apartment and we're just like, you know, we're just chilling and we're just playing Pokemon. And then we just like somehow talk about like Don Tolliver. I'm like, oh, let me play some Don Tolliver. And I played the album and I'm like, wait, this is really nice. So like, I know sometimes like that, that space. And then when you kind of rediscover that artist, it's just a really, really cool feeling. Cause you're like, I, I think what I really like about it is like, you're like, oh, I kind of, I kind of captured this like, what would have been a missed opportunity for like an artist that I like. Right. Right. Oh, exactly. Really yeah. Uh, no, it's definitely happened to me before and I'm always shocked by it. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, 
I'm not sure if I answered your question. <laughs> not fully. So you have like different stances. If someone's open to music, it seems like you were oh, going to say. right. That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like also, you know, the best way is just kind of ask them like, oh, you know, you know, what do you like to listen to? Um, and like okay, based on, yeah, based, <laughs> yeah, 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 just based on that, you know, it's just like a random uh, conversation starter when you're talking to someone like. Um, do we? Do we all have like a friend that like we don't know what they listen to? Does everyone have that friend? I think that's oh, weird. Oh, I, I feel like I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah. like we all do. Like, like, how do they not talk about it? Because like, I feel like I have straight up asked and like somehow, I don't know, somehow it's avoided, but it's weird. Like, what do you do with that friend if you're in the car with them? Oh, I, it's it's weird. This actually happened with this like, um, <laughs> this one girl I dated a long time ago. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> oh. uh, she like, did not care at all. And like I asked her multiple times, I'm like, are you sure? Like, do you want to play something? Do you <laughs> You're like pushing her. Well, no, yeah, I, like, I was just like, like, I, like, I just feel bad if like I'm only playing my music the entire yeah. time, you know? Cause I'm like, right. I'm like, what if she doesn't like all my songs? So, um, yeah. you know, like I, so I, she was like, oh, I don't really care at all. And I'm like, well, okay. I mean, that's on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I doubt you could ever be mad at me. So. But what did you play? Did you play like your normal playlist? And so like, this okay. kind of random, but at that time it was like 2017. I was playing, listening to a lot of like Raven Linnae. So it was oh, like it was like just it was nice. just kind of like random. And she's like a little bit you know more quirky. So it's like I feel like if you're yeah, you know if you just vibe. listen to more mainstream stuff, you may not immediately vibe with her. Um, but I was really vibing with her at the time. So yeah, she's definitely a really chill person to have mm. in the car too. I feel like when yeah. You're, yeah. And you're just driving like i yeah. don't know it's a mood yeah <laughs> so. she has the mood yeah oh that's interesting okay mm -hmm. so you just play your go-to that makes sense but what if you do know that person's music do you play their music or do you play a blend Ooh, it's i it's i think it's changed over the, i think previously i'd mostly play their music but i feel like you know people have also they have different tolerances for like music that they don't like so you can yeah, play, right. you know like you know one two songs that you might like one two songs that they might like and then it's like pretty Excellent. decent for for for, for yeah. everyone. Yeah, you're making everyone happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the goal. Yeah. yeah, true. I think you're good at picking up on vibes. I feel like I dig your car music because yeah, I feel like we're jewel out of the three of us is usually the one putting on the music. Right, <laughs> so. right, yeah. And he picks up on the vibes. Ten out of ten would recommend. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Driving you can, his car. Yeah, if you, you want to come <laughs> on the podcast, advertising I'll pick you it. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll have, a, I'll have a, a I'm gonna put it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, man. I mean, I feel like that's we've been talking a lot about vibes. But do you have anything? Any last? Uh, any last vibe checks? Last vibe. I always like to end on this. I've been, I've been doing this recently. So, like, what's what's your one piece of, of vibe advice? Like, what would you what would you do? Like, let's say someone they're just trying to vibe. What would you say? You're just trying to vibe. Like, that's it. Nothing I, else, right? I'm, I'm not really sure how to make this a piece of advice, but what's your yeah. vibe advice? <laughs> what's your okay? Yeah, like if you're working at BuzzFeed. Yeah. Really. I'm writing an article with gifts right now about what you're trying to do if you're just trying to vibe. I feel like. 
I feel like the aesthetic is not that. It's not it. Um, I don't. I don't know how to give advice about how to vibe. What What is this question? <laughs> how does? How, okay. How, how? Okay. Let me let me phrase like this. This is a better question. How do you find like something you really vibe to? Like like when you like when you think about the thing that like oh, oh I really li- I really vibe oh. with this kind of music. Like how did you like like what what how did you cover that thought process? Oh, I like this question too because I can just give all the credit to Spotify, like algorithm, like software engineers. <laughs> because I feel like the more I listened to this music I liked, the more good stuff kept coming up. And now it's just like I feel like their their song playlists and their album playlists are so good. And then yeah. the playlist that they create for you for Discover Weekly. Um, that's one of my favorite playlists weekly because <laughs> it's always mm-hmm. my vibes all wrapped in yeah. one and my different vibes that I was like feeling throughout the week. Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, um, yeah, I'm just going to be a Spotify, um, sponsor right here and just say like, <laughs> it's all thanks to them that I find new and great vibes. I think, nice. I think that's a pretty solid way to do it. Leave it to the AI. It'll take care right? of you. Yeah, have it perfected. Um, I don't yeah. know anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I think I do something slightly differently. I don't really use um, Spotify or SoundCloud as much to discover new music that I think I would vibe with. Um, mm. What I do, along with another friend of mine, um, we so there are these really interesting channels scattered across YouTube um, that primarily just do one thing, which is um they make movie edits and they play some song over it that that song can be from any artist right it's it's all about Mm. matching the vibe and that idea is something that i'm really really drawn towards and that's kind of what started my hobby with film editing you know and i find certain channels their taste like what kind of movies they pick and what kind of songs they pick really match my vibe so i kind of just subscribe to them a couple of them and every every week they'll post like uh two or three times and usually it's it's uh, a song as well as a movie that i really really like and i think the reaction i'm looking for when i'm trying to take that leap of faith and understand uh whether i like the song or not is nothing more complicated than just expecting that like goosebump feeling right you get that sort of little shiver like oh my god this is this is amazing and like i'm really feeling it right now like this is really tugging on my vibe strings you know and so (laughs) i just added to the playlist at that point and i feel like selecting those channels that i vibe with and then having them sort of search and bring songs to me as a subscriber it has Mm -hmm. been somewhat of a stable way of discovering not only interesting music but music that comes from like smaller independent artists underground Uh artists that wouldn't make their way to spotify or 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 or, or whatever um it could like they could just be doing collabs and they could just feature their friend's song yes so Mm -hmm. it's it's something that um that that i do to to like you know uh get music that i would try to really really or not try to most likely vibe with I like that way a lot because I feel like you're basically just listening to different people's favorite songs. Like, because I feel like you're not going to, I mean, like, obviously they connect with the scene, but they also connect with the song, like, deeply. 
to have like created something out of it right so mm -hmm. i feel like you're really getting a, like an eclectic group of songs too from all these different people who like different movies so that's a cool way to do it i um might steal that idea i'm gonna plug global network of discovery too the oh the oh yeah oh that's a yeah okay i mm, well actually uh okay you can take this part off for jill when you're doing it uh when you're editing it post but should we like talk about like that or no like just like a quick like oh i mentioned that it, or I, I, legal, do you think that would be kind of is it like illegal no it's 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 the gnot thing the the deep neural net that i sent you guys should we oh. just like recommend that to our users or no or our audience or no yeah why not okay i feel like that'd be cool uh we're going back in three two <laughs> one yeah so um gnot is something i recommended to to our friends here, Sophia and Rajul. It's something that I recently came across with my brother. Uh, it stands for Global um, Network of Discovery. And essentially what it does is for art, literature, film, and music, as well as products, um, it collects user information, right? It, it, it basically senses and understands what people are interested in, um, feeds that into a neural network, and this AI model pretty much then asks you, the user, to input three examples of your favorite music for, uh, or your favorite film, right? Um, and what it does is it pretty much spits out several outputs. These outputs are suggestions that you would most likely like. And it's based on the concept of, hey, listen, according to your inputs, we have several thousands of people who've had similar tastes. Here's their interests that you might be interested in and so essentially um it's just liking what people similar to you like uh so yeah go check it out we're not sponsored by them this is just like <laughs> a you know open source uh resource online developed by some guy in germany so uh yeah, yeah discover so new music cool. through that yeah it's, yeah, it's, and, it's and, pretty awesome and i feel like it's it was very very accurate for me because like it had it had a mix of artists that like i knew but that were still very, very good matches. And also some artists yeah. that I didn't know. Like and at the fringes too. That's the most important part. Like yeah. expanding your 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 um your um area that you're interested in mm -hmm. uh, by by just constantly expanding those those borders. And I feel like this would really help in that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely help you find different vibes. I feel, I went I watched the suggestion that it uh it suggested and it was so on point like i just feel like that's, i was like wow this, this this machine knows me you know <laughs> Dude, trust ai they are the yeah. future. <laughs> i know i'm just really plugging that right now <laughs> yeah it's it, it deserves it, it deserves support. yeah what about you rajul what's your advice <laughs> oh my vibe advice yeah your vibe yeah. advice um i feel like in order to know what vibes you like you have to know like you have to know like a lot about yourself and what you like, you know, because ultimately the vibe you like is a reflection of like who you are, right? Like, right. like, right. We all, like for example, we all always talked about doing night drives because we all have that side where like we just kind of like, you know, being at night, being at peace, being relaxed, kind of being in our own thoughts and like really, really thinking about something. Um, but for mother friend, you know, like she, she like 
is not super into music, but when she gets into music, she really likes, you know, just really hype songs because she uses it to get energetic. You know, she's either like hype songs or like really sad songs because those are the two moods that I guess she goes into. <laughs> um, right. But those are like the vibes that match with her. So it's really just, you know, a vibe is kind of, it like it's relates to your mood and your emotional state. So like when you kind of know how you are a lot, and the more you know about yourself, like you can really find the vibes that, you know, that fit you. Yeah, that, very well said. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah. And with that, I think we're going to vibe out. We sign it out? Yeah. Make sure wow. to smash that like button. Hey, smash that like button. a vibe in time, guys. A vibe in time. <laughs> Come back and make sure you vibe with the next episode when it comes out. Yeah. yeah. The next episode of Vibe Check. Oh, we're doing a part two? Oh, I was referring to, like, the next episode. Oh, Oh, Yeah, I mean, well, we could do a part two, but we'll see. (laughs) I mean, just like any other episode, not even, like, a part two. But Yeah, um, Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll put a pin on it. We'll vibe you later. Yeah. We'll vibe vibe you later.